A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, we were joined by an anxious Evertonian. By the time you mm. listen to this, you're probably thinking, well, he had every right to be an- anxious, slash, what was he anxious about yeah. after that 4-0 win? Make your own choice. Uh, but Sam told us uh, about his uh, feelings about Everton. Uh, also, um, Callum Scott Howes, the actor from It's a Sin, big Cardiff City fan, contemplated the arrival of Gareth Bale at his club. What a story. Yeah, it'd be lovely for Cardiff, that. Uh, we had a chat. We did, we had a lovely chat and a we, birthday spread. We had a birthday spread as well, which was very enjoyable. So, uh, well, here it all is. This is Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker with us from Tool 4 here on TalkSport where this afternoon. If you've been wondering what our newsreader Ben Fletcher would do with £184 million of Euro lottery winnings, yeah. he's just told Charlie, the Torquay fan, he would buy a plane more and put yeah. a <laughs> trading estate on it. So there we are. Yeah, very nice of him. I think we've all been sitting there wondering what we'd do yeah. and that's what Fletch would do with it. Spend it in our heads. I'd still come and work with you, Paul. Yeah. You just made me an offer. You said, if I won that, <laughs> I'd just give you X amount immediately. I'm thinking, yeah. well, that's not much. Well, I said I'd give everyone the same amount and you were quite cross that you got the same as everyone else. (laughs) See, that's what money does. That's what money does to you. Furious about it. Yeah, yeah. You're better off not winning it, Charlie. I I won't tell it. Maybe it was me. I haven't told anyone. Maybe it was. (laughs) Coming up over the next three hours, we are joined by anxious Burnley and Everton fans ahead of tonight's games, the great Bob Bubka. Previews the USPGA and we'll get former England fast bowler Steve Harmison's theory on Jofra Archer's ongoing injury issues. We're also after scaled up sports, short disastrous appearances in the Aaron Ramsey envelope. You've got a feel for the lad, as they say. An actor and Cardiff City fan, Callum Scott Howes, on the dream of Gareth Bale joining his club in the build-up to the World Cup. I mean, the agent has not ruled out. Who knows, he said. Why not? about that? Why not? Was it golf, Wales? Cardiff City and the family football? on the doorstep building up to the... Anyway, we'll, we'll talk to Callum about that yes. later on. As and now it's a sin. Was robbed at the BAFTAs. It was robbed Absolutely at the BAFTAs. Unbelievable, robbed. yes. It wasn't on at the right time. No. Okay. There's all this. Plus, Tim Vickery and Rio, the Football Supporters Association, react to the recent spate of pitch invasions and we go mano a mano. Once again, that makes it sound vaguely... Erotic it's not, pool. it's not. We, it's, Once it's, again, it's, in the birth... Are we doing it in the nude today? Is it like a... I'd like to think that's what is it is. It, what's that film where Ollie Reed and... What's his Women face? in love. Women in love, where they yeah. wrestle in front of the fire. Is that going to be on the birthday spread probably, today, Paul? Probably I'm not. up for it if you're... I'm game if you are, Paul. I'm, I'm much more into just guessing the names of people whose birthdays it is this week <laughs> as opposed to... In the nude in front of a fire. Naked wrestling. With, okay. Yeah. 
You happy with that? Cool. You, you do get very excited. Don't you? You've been on the sunny D again. I like show business. That's yeah, all, Paul. Okay. I like talking about football. Been on the key and I like attitudes. you. It's exciting, isn't it? Not enough to give me more money than everybody else, though. Clearly. Why don't you want to do talk about the biggest Scotch egg? That yeah. man's made the biggest Scotch. So you got to do the Let time. Let me not bot the show. It's, not, it's nine minutes past one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Uh, yeah, good, afternoon, Andy. Talk, uh, good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Andy. Andy, wherever, afternoon. wherever you are. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Andy. I'm sure you're listening. Good afternoon, Charlie. Afternoon, Paul. I've put you off. Me off. Um, you, you seem quite keen to talk about, about a guy who's made the largest ever vegetarian um, scotch egg. I just saw it. I, su- I suggested it as part of the show today. Yeah. You've poo pooed it. Yeah. You said they're all the same size scotch eggs, but they're not poor, are they? Because you get many egg, scotch eggs. Egg. Eggs are a different size. Uh, yeah, but um, I just what made me think of it. The the, the guy I think is waiting for verification that oh, it okay, is yeah. the largest ever vegetarian Scotch egg. But if you were the person who was forty eighth in that list, <laughs> if you've made the forty eighth <laughs> largest ever vegetarian Scotch How egg, how long does the list go down? I don't know. Mean? I just wonder. Is it like a massive league table? I have anyway. never made a vegetarian Scotch egg, so I mean, no. I'm assuming. DNF, D- DNQ. Oh, okay. Does not qualify. I wonder where were you going? <laughs> I wonder what DNF is. Now, let's reflect uh, on Come last on, night. Football. We don't want to put Rangers fans through it anymore. I, I sat, no, I, 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 like a lot of people, we sat through. I did say, as we left yesterday, I said to Andy, we're in for a long night. You're not going to hear the sports part of about 10 to 11. And it was actually later than that. I did say one all and pens. Of course, oh, I didn't put any money on it, stupidly. Just not. had a feeling it was going to be a bit of an attritional yeah. game, a lot of nerves on both and sides. And it was, wasn't it? And no one seemed to just go for it. You just wanted one of them to... Like, even when they scored, I thought to Rangers, just keep going, keep going. But well, that was always high risk because they were good on the break. But certainly in, in extra time, they looked the stronger of the sides. And every Everybody's been saying it. I'm sure everybody thought it. But when you see that ball go into the channel, Kimar Roof just sets off and wins that foot race. You think, could have done with him about 10 minutes ago. Yeah, bring him on, And then yeah. nearly laid on the winner, which yeah. would have been... Uh, I mean, look, I, I, my missus was saying to me towards the end, who's really deserved to win this? I said, well, there's not much in it. You know, no. either of them could win it now. And I wouldn't have said any one edge the other particularly no. in terms of clear-cut chances. But it, it must have been gutting for It's nice all their obviously. fans dressed as ball boys as well, wasn't it, as well, Paul? Yeah. It was nice for them, wasn't it? It did look great in the stadium, it did didn't look it? Good. And then you yeah, had that yeah. area where people had picked up tickets, which was a bit white and a bit blue and scattered around. People yeah. just got the tickets in neutral zones. But the two ends did look fantastic, didn't they? I liked as well two great kits, two classic kits, yeah. you know, really strong blue, strong white kits. Yeah. It felt it felt like quite a sort of seventies fixture, <clears throat> yeah. didn't it? You know, it was, are you uh, just? It's going to work. Both interesting. Mark Warburton, obviously, who's manager of Rangers, just yeah. hearing that clip of him saying they've got to pick themselves up now for a cup final at the weekend against Hearts. It's but Hearts, yeah. Hearts are either going to get it, or they're going to get the, the backlash, or um, you know, yeah. they could be in with a chance. It's tough, isn't it? Because they, they've they've obviously not won the league. As well, so they've they've had some two disappointments in a row. Yeah. I suppose the league's been coming for a while, but to have that sort of and then to have to lift yourself. But then I suppose yeah. the flip side is they go, "This is it. This is the season here yeah. now." You know, absolutely go for it. So they might go out and spank hearts, but you, who knows? Who knows, Paul? You never know. But it was, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it was. Uh, it was a, at times it was a tough watch, but there was some good football in there, and some great chances, and some dramatic moments. Commiserations to uh, Rangers. A couple of things to get you going on this afternoon. Uh, Aaron Ramsey going from that game came on very late um, we don't know for penalties for injury or whatever but he did take a penalty as mm. we know and uh, it, well yeah it, it didn't quite go in it was neither one thing nor the other sort of trap 
He's, he's, he, I just don't. He think... seemed to cover a lot of the goal, Kevin Trapp, didn't he last yeah. night? He was pretty close to a few of them. Yeah. So um, we're interested to hear about your short, disastrous appearances. Whether that was in <laughs> a nightclub, uh, in a bar, in a job, in sport, whatever it was, short, disastrous yeah. appearances. Did you come on? Two minutes to before the end, to score yeah. an own goal. That sort of thing, Paul, so, isn't it? You know, short, disastrous appearances in sport yeah. and indeed in life. Oh, and this so is this, is, this is sporting based as well, Paul. Yeah. Which is uh, which is um, I uh, I'm it's my birthday on Monday, oh, and um, happy birthday! My mum's asked me. My mum, <laughs> lucky enough, mum. St- lucky enough, still have my mum. And it's just when you feel like you're eight again. Yeah, my mum's. What do you want for your birthday? And I said, oh, yeah. I'd like some cricket shoes. <laughs> wow. So she's gonna get. So you've got to go and buy them for you. <laughs> You sort of feel like feel like you're eight again, you know, going yeah. up. Mum, you'd have to get me anything. I'm a grown man. I've got mortgage, two so kids. Got I've, got, go I've got a job. Do you, you know? trust your mum to get your cricket I've shoes? I've sent her a link. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. She hasn't got to go to the local sports shop. <laughs> no, that'd be nice. Now, though, these it? are cricket shoes, aren't <laughs> yeah. they? And then you end Turn up with pair. crown green bowling yeah. shoes. <laughs> That's it. Something like that. Yeah. Old golf shoes. So I thought we could, when, did you, when did you feel six? Or I don't know. I don't know. What, how would you describe mm. it? What did your mum buy you for your birthday sporting yeah. base? That's right. When did you feel six, maybe? He might be quite good. Okay, let us know. Talk sport. That's Charlie's choice today. At least it's better than what's the largest Scotch egg you've ever made. Talk sport. But, it, but it's no Paul. when did you shout at a bin, Paul? No, it? we'll, we'll never, it will never we better reach, that. Yeah, that was a watershed. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, two massive games in the Premier League yeah. uh, this season. Sort of forget it's still going on, Paul, sometimes. Yeah. You know, Seems to have gone on a long time. Aston Villa Burnley, we'll chat about a little bit later on. That's our live commentary for Lovely. seven o'clock. John Ketley joins us. I'm uh, equally, as I'm sure, nervous about tonight's games. He's our next guest, Big Evertonian. They entertain 
Although I don't know how entertaining it's going to be from their point of view. Crystal Palace this evening. You don't fancy it, do you, Paul? You don't fancy well, it. Well, you know, you worry for them because Palace are a nightmare to play against yeah. with the pace and the players that they have in yeah, that side. They'll fancy it. Anyway, I'm sure that's given Sam Avery, comedian and Evertonian, a lift, that little intro. Good afternoon, Sam. Oh, good afternoon. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I wouldn't want to be playing Palace, put it that way. You know, with <sighs> Wilf and Eze and Elise and players like that, they've got... They've got players that can hurt you, and you've, you've got a bit of a makeshift defence out. It's going to be a tough night, I think. It's going to be a nervy night. Oh, yeah, it's nervous. I mean, I, I don't know how funny mm. I'm going to be in this little <laughs> chat I'm having because I'm just gripped with fear, and I just feel like I'm waiting to see the headmaster or something because it's, uh, it's, it's quite scary. You're, I'm jealous of you, Charlie, saying, I, I, I forgot the season was still going on because <laughs> it's all I think about every waking moment and some unwaking moments. I think uh, we've got Michael Keane back tonight, I think, and he'll make a big difference, which uh, we, we looked really short against um, uh, in the last game. We, we, once the sending off happened, we just looked really, really square pegs and round holes, yeah. and it just we just, Brentford were all over us really, really well, dictated by Ericsson. I think uh, Palace battered that. They battered us at Sellers Park in the Cup, but I think since that game, we've been, the, the players have stuck to the plan, and I think, most of the time they've been pretty disciplined which is something we haven't seen for the last well certainly the rest of the season so I think the emotion will be in the stands I just hope the players can kind of just stick to the game plan and what would be an amazing sight is if when the teams come out Palace are literally wearing the flip-flops like literally dressed in flip-flops because then we can think okay maybe they're not quite at it and we've got to win because I can't I can't handle this if this goes down to the final game. I, ju- I can't, I can't be, I just, <laughs> the thought of it is just horrific. Yeah. The, I mean, I, I, the good news is Elise's injured, I think, for the rest of the season, so he can't play. But they just do have players that can hurt you. They've got some, they've got a decent sort of structure at the back. They've got some good players who've had good seasons there. What's the key, you think, tonight? Sort of early goal? I mean, you know, we saw a bit of that the other mm. day, though. You got in front against. Um, um, Brentford, but it didn't make ultimately make the difference, did it? No, and I think the early goal came when we were <clears throat> we were all over them first 15, mm. 20 minutes. Then we probably should have had a penalty for that pulling the Charleston shirt, and the ball goes to the other end within about seven seconds. We've lost a man. We haven't got a penalty, and the whole game seems to crumble. So, an early goal obviously would be good, but even if we don't get an early goal, it's just sticking to that, you know, that shape that whatever whatever the manager sets us up as, and just making sure that. Balls go, th- well, it looks like uh, Dominic <clears throat> Calvert-Lewin will be playing again. And with him in the middle, it pushes Rosalison out to the side and he's just so much more, he's so much more exciting from the side and effective. He just affects the game. I was even seeing some stats, you know, the influence he has on games from the from the wide areas is so much bigger than when he's down the middle. So and what was actually against Brentford, like, surprising to me is that when we did go long, I'd, I'd sort of forgotten how effective Calvert-Lewin is at just causing havoc in the defenders because he's big, he's strong, he can hold the ball up well. Just gives you another option when we perhaps don't have the creativity in the mid, the middle of the park that we perhaps need and hopefully we'll get next season. So I think he'll make a difference even if he's not fully fit. But um, it's going to be some atmosphere, I tell you. It's going to be loud tonight. There's two, two ways to look at it though, <clears throat> isn't there? Because yeah. yeah. if they go for it, cause all they've got to do is if, if they win the game, that yeah. is it. They are safe. It is over, isn't it? Yeah. You know? So that must be... Frank's main main talking point tonight in in the dressing room before and at half time is just go out there and try and win it and I suppose Palace you know they can do what they like so they'll go for it as well so it could be a bit of a harem scarem game 
Yeah, if it's nil nil or one all with like what ten minutes to go, I think we just put the keeper up. Do you? you? Know, just go, yeah, for, just it. go for it. There's no point getting a draw because then a draw is not really. If we're drawn against Brentford, then we could draw this game and then maybe draw the last game and then we'd be safe. But it's not. It's not enough. We need three points really. Maybe Leeds won't win again and maybe that'll see us through. But you don't want to be. I can't be watching the telly and, and hearing now. Oh, there's been a goal at the Emirates, but who fought yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. That's what I wake up sweating about every night. So. <laughs> This is, it's almost like the threat of that is worse than the threat of relegation. The threat of it going down to the last game is worse because it's the uncertainty. So it's getting the job done tonight, really. But remembering that we've got 90 minutes to do it and we just need, we just need to win by one goal and then, and then we're safe for next season. And then we can regroup and look at all the reasons why we're in this mess and what we can do to rectivate it. You're, you're, you're kicking off 15 minutes earlier than, than Burnley tonight, which does feel a bit unfair yeah. in some ways because Burnley. We'll have 15 minutes after your game to know potentially what they've got to do. I mean, they could be two or three down. Who knows by then? But it does seem odd, doesn't it? They make a lot about the the integrity and making sure they play. But there's a lot riding on these two games, and it probably wouldn't have been a, that difficult to make them all 8 o'clock yeah, kick-off. normally do it last day of the season in the second yeah. half. Someone will wait to kick off, sort of give it a couple of minutes, wouldn't yeah. they, on the, at half-time? I Seems. think they should let us. They should let us kick off fifteen <clears throat> minutes before Palace. Let, let, that'd, yeah. Yeah, that'd be very helpful for us. I've got a, I've got a show tonight, I, I, and oh, if it's any oh, other man. gig, I'd just get out of it. But it's a tour show, so I can't. You know, mm, yeah. there's people have bought tickets, and I, I don't well, let audience them down. Will be happy about that, Sam. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm going to set a little mm. iPad up in the corner where they won't see it, and I'll just keep me out. No, I'm not going to do no. that. <laughs> but I've worked out if 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 I start at a certain time, the interval, I'll, I'll catch a bit of the first half, and then I should be able to watch the last twenty minutes after the show mm. so I'm just hoping that I just come off and there's some good news for me because it's just oh, it's, it's, it's it's nervousness and I just hope personally that manifests into some kind of positivity like the game against Chelsea where there was so much positivity amongst the fans mm. and it just carried onto the pitch and we got the job done and that started us on this nice little run that we've been on until last week so yeah, I'm just hoping all the uh, all the, uh, maybe it's because I can't get to the game tonight and I can't even watch all of it. It's just it's playing on me a lot more than it would have done. You you could argue this is the biggest game at Goodison since the uh, Wimbledon game in 1994 for the same reasons because of the jeopardy. I mean, it's not. I mean, you've got another mm. game to go, but still, if you were to lose tonight, you have to go to Arsenal and things don't work out for Spurs and Arsenal. Think if they win their game, they could get. Um, fourth place you don't want to be going there and relying on getting something so it does oh, feel like the Graham Stewart you need a Graham Stewart moment don't you against we, we, we need more Hans Segers in the goal yeah. and them in. that's what we need but there was also the, the 98 game last game of the season against Coventry where we drew and ended up staying up because of other results I think Bolton lost oh, yeah. that was a huge game but what I remember about both of those seasons, as much as they were horrific events, what they did is they, they totally ignited the fan base. Mm. And, and you know, speaking personally, that Wimbledon game, I, I didn't used to go to the match until that game. My dad took me because he, and he didn't go to the match. He just said, we've got to be there. We've got to support them on. And that, that was me hooked then after that match. That was, you know, I was always an Everton fan, but that, that, I got a season ticket the following year. We won the cup and we had a, you know, a couple of good years mm. under Joe Royal. I think that's what it's done. You know, in the modern day, it's kind of we've got this huge fan base, but it's really got everyone in love with the club again. And after what we've had with the managers that have been sacked, you know, and a lot of them for good reasons, really, or they haven't connected with the fan base. This is something that is, if we can stay up, I think we can look at this as there are some positive outcomes from it, and just hopefully we can get the job done tonight. Well, enjoy your gig as much as you can, and uh, (laughs) 
and uh, we'll catch up with you soon, Sam, hopefully uh, with some better news. But, um, will, yeah, good to talk to you. So, um, the tour, if people would like to come along to uh, some of the the rest of the tour, where where can they get all the details? Just go on my website, samaverycomedy.com. All the details are on there. Brilliant. Brilliant. Good luck, Sam. Cheers, Sam. All the best. Thanks, lads. Cheers. There we are, Sam Avery there, an anxious Evertonian. Yeah. will be working tonight during that game. You'll be kept in touch with it, and indeed, Chelsea Leicester. Uh, with Hugh Woosencroft, 7 o'clock, our coverage gets underway. And uh, Sam Matterface and Chris Oelamo, the former Burnley striker, will be on commentary duty for Villa Burnley. And we'll be chatting to John Ketley, weatherman, Burnley fan, a little bit later on. I think in future, Paul, if people are booking Mm. comedy tickets, just check if it's the end of the season. Because we spoke to Chris McCausland the other night, and he's he's going to be on stage during the Champions League final. final. There's there's Sam there phoning it in tonight, wherever he is. (laughs) I'm sure sure not. I'm sure not. Very unprofessional, Paul. People will probably be saying, you've gone 1-0 up and it'll be a great gig. It's 1-0 yeah. and it'll be oh, a bit yeah. downbeat. <laughs> just down just do a sad bit. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, Hawksby, Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. You are telling us uh, this afternoon about those uh, disastrous short-lived appearances. Yes. Uh, the inspiration, sadly, today, of course, from a Rangers point of view, is Aaron Ramsey comes on as a sub, couple of touches, takes a pen, doesn't quite happen for him. Uh, and yeah. of course it's the only one that's missed on the night what a nightmare uh, uh, so you can keep those coming yeah. we've had a scout six ex-scout sixer be in touch get in touch 1973 my scout troop Weymouth Central oh, yeah. entered a local football league under 13s first game against the Bridport team we conceded a penalty earlier. <laughs> I chucked my boot at the taker as he ran up. Is that allowed, Paul? I don't, I don't know if that's allowed. I don't think it is. <laughs> chucked my boot. <laughs> it should be allowed. It'd be good. Yeah. Be during penalty competitions. You have to stand outside the box, but you're allowed to chuck stuff. <laughs> allowed to chuck your stuff. Uh, nice boots. idea. Yeah. Nice, isn't it? Uh, I chucked my boot at the taker as he ran up, hit his head, <laughs> and he missed the penalty. I got sent off. Yeah. They scored the retake. We lost 22 0, with quite a few of us sent off by the end. Skip, our leader, said in the van home, I think we'll give the league a miss, lads. He was laughing. There were no badges for that seal anyway, so there we are. Yeah. Well done, BK. Your boot thrown badge. Um, <laughs> so keep those coming. Talksport.com, text 8189, tweet TSH&J, and Charlie's mum is buying him some cricket boots for his birthday. <laughs> it's made him feel sick. Well, just ask him for what them, What do you did. want for your birthday? Because I'll just, I don't, I don't want anything, mum, I'm fine, but you know, I want some cricket boots. <laughs> Very specific, Charlie. So when did you last feel sick? Talk Sport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. Now, um, Gareth Bale's agent, when asked, could Cardiff City be a possibility for his for Gareth Bale, for his client? Yeah. He said, who knows? You know, yeah, the family are there. Yeah. Uh, he could be tempted. He needs regular football before um, the He's World not desperate Cup, potentially, for if any they get money, it. is he, Paul? He's not desperate no. for money at the moment. He's no, done all right out of his contract. manage. So could he be going to Cardiff City to play his football? Well, let's uh, see just how excited the Cardiff fans are getting. Uh, it's a Sin actor and Cardiff City fan. Callum Scott Howes joins us. Hi, Callum. Hey, Callum. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Yeah, very Not well. Bad. Nice to speak to you again. I bet you couldn't believe it. Could you when, when the agent <laughs> said, well, yeah, who knows? It could be Cardiff. <laughs> it is. It's, it's a slightly sort of crazy sort of prospect, isn't it, of, of, of him coming to Cardiff? You know, especially when... You know, yeah, I th- I thought he had a decent season for Spurs last season, and obviously this, you know, this season has been, in terms of his club career, has been sort of brilliant. But I I, I personally think that's because he wasn't really he hasn't been given a chance. But in terms of Wales, you know, if you look at the last game, he's just he's fight. You know, when he gives given a chance, 
he takes it, you know, and I think um, I think he's brilliant. So, I, you know, it's, it's a crazy thing. If he did come to Cardiff, it would be mental. Where would he fit in? You think he'd get a game? <laughs> Steve will give him a game? No, hey, no, you never don't know. know. Don't know, don't know about that. I think it's more of a chance of me getting a game. <laughs> <laughs> it would be fantastic, though. For, I mean, obviously, I suppose a lot of it is about coming through that playoff, and we'll talk about the squad in a minute, but for Wales coming through that playoff and, and the World Cup, being on from their point mm. of view, that that will be pretty key to it, I think. Yeah, definitely. I think that's what it's all kind of relying upon, isn't it? I think if Wales make the World Cup, there's no doubt that Bale will, I think, will obviously want to play. And I think everyone will want him to play in the World Cup. You know, he's the greatest player we've ever had, you know, and I think, um, you know, and I think what's key to sort of that that being that coming into the forefront is, is sort of him getting game time in the run up to it and you know obviously if he comes to Cardiff he'll definitely get game time but obviously it's not going to be at the level that he's been playing at in Madrid and, and you know my, my personal opinion is that you know I'm a massive Cardiff fan born and bred but I want him to be firing on all cylinders if, he, mm. if we do qualify for the World Cup and I think he needs to be playing, you know, top football and surely a Prem team would want to snap him up still, you know. Um, I think he's still able to do that, you know. I, I just think it's what club we'd be in competition with, <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, I, I think if you're him, you've earned plenty of money, you've won, you've won more or less everything you're ever going to win in the game and so it comes down to what's in your gut and what's in your heart and why you're playing football and the reason for him to play football would be to represent his hometown and to represent his country I suppose um, yeah. I mean you sort of need him as well don't you didn't have a great season 18th yeah no we yeah exactly I mean look without a doubt with, if I put my Cardiff hat on I'd, I'd have him obviously I mean I love him he would be amazing for us he'd you know he'd definitely fit in he could play Look, I love him when he plays centrally, but obviously he could play kind of anywhere. Um, and I think he'd be brilliant for us. And no doubt he'd, he'd go for it. I, you know, if he played for a season or hopefully two seasons, it would be incredible. Um, so yeah, I mean, if look, if look, I if I was the manager and if I was the chairman of Cardiff, I'd have him straight away. Yeah. So yeah, it would be it would be brilliant. So you know, and it would be a dream to dream come true for all Cardiff fans. You know. Mm. Cause, He's a Cardiff boy. He's got he's got business. He's got a business in Cardiff, and and you know I think it would be amazing for the city, amazing for the fans, and it'd be something for us to celebrate because, like you said, this season has been not a season to remember. It's been a bit of a nothing season, really, and hopefully next season we'll be able to be to compete a bit more. Yeah. Now, did you feel for Aaron Ramsey last night as a Wales fan as well? It was a bit gutting for him, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, I was a shit. I, you know, I, 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 you gotta wonder why he didn't start. Surely, mm, yeah. I, I was. Well, it wasn't I was, on earlier, I, yeah. Yeah, because I, I liked, um, you know, I like Rangers, and I, you know, if you know, and, and I think they're a great club. And I just think when he went there, I thought he was a surefire starter. Um, in most games, I was a bit, I was a bit sort of confused, but you know. Yeah, I felt for him. I think again, he's another great player. And um, well, yeah, I say come come to Cardiff. We look well, yeah, just get them all. <laughs> the old Wales all. team exactly playing lovely, there. Yeah, um, and they, yeah, they use that phrase. You were robbed in the world of sport, but I think we can use it in showbiz as well. 
And I think most people feel It's a Sin was robbed at the BAFTAs. I don't quite know what went on there. But I do read that there's going to be a, a second series, that uh, that they are writing uh, a second series, sort of taking on the story. Yeah, I mean, we won't go into too much detail. If people haven't seen this, you won't be in it, barring a kind of <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or, origin story. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Unless it's, yeah. But, um, yeah. but it's, yeah, it's interesting that there's going to be a, a second series, potentially. Well, we'll see. You know, never say never. And, um, you know, Russell's got Russell's quite a busy guy at the moment. He's got Doctor Who coming out and he's got another series called Nolly, which is coming out on ITV. So we'll have to see. I, I think everyone just sort of, if everyone sort of stays tuned, I'm sure there'll be exciting news in the future. But um, yeah. for now, you know, my focus is on other things, but yeah. I'm loving it. Loving everything, enjoying yeah. it all right now. Aaron, well, were you ever in the running for Doctor Who? You know, friends with Russell, you know? <laughs> yeah. You'd be a great, I can yeah, see you'd be a great Doctor Who. Oh, thank you, guys. That's very lovely of you. But I'm back in Shooty right now. He's just got given the role and he's going to... Yes, oh, no, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so brilliant. And the show's going to be epic. I can't wait to watch. The, the, the other big story earlier this week was uh, was Jake Daniels becoming the first active player in this country to, to come out at Callum. It, it's yeah. obviously got an awful lot of publicity. And we uh-huh. were talking to the guys at Stonewall FC and you think that as they were saying that we just hope that we don't have to have this conversation much longer on this yeah. show or any other show because it won't be a thing really that in 10 years time it won't be something that 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 kind of creates column inches and and the five minute chats on the radio yeah well exactly what an incredible day that was and and, and it was so brilliant as well to see how the public and the media got behind it. And I think that, that you know, as much as, like you said, you know, we want it to be normalised and we don't want it to be a sort of headline sort of news. We want it to be normalised. It was amazing for him and for the sort of LGBTQI plus community mm. to see how how much the media got behind him and how how amazing the support was. And hopefully, like you said, you know, in years to come now, this is just normal and no one has to sort of come out and you can just be who you be who you want to be, love who you love, no matter what sport you play, no matter where you come from and who you are. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And finally, um, last time we chatted, you told us more about the Homeless World Cup film, The Beautiful Game. That's that's up on Netflix. When, when's that happening? When are we going to be able to see that? So it'll be later this year, um, hopefully in the run-up to the to the World Cup. So stay tuned, and um, and I'll have to. Well, hopefully, if you guys have me, I'll come back on and chat more about it when they all get them out. Yeah, uh, probably in the studio. Well, I, was, I was saying to Paul earlier. Last time we saw you was in the box at Cheltenham, where you'd never laid a bet in your life, and you left, <laughs> and you were doing a reverse acker. Oh yes, you said that's right. You said I don't know how to bet. I've never done it before. Then two hours later, you said oh, I'm doing a Yankee. I've got a reverse forecast. You're doing all the sign language. 130 Burlington Bertie. You got right into it. <laughs> You'll be pleased to know now, guys. I bought the horse. I'm training up for the grand oh. now. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, the bug got him. Callum, good to talk to Cheers, you. Cheers, uh, We'll catch up with you soon. All the best. You guys. Take Have care. a great day. Bye, Cheers, guys. Bye, bye, bye. Brilliant. Bye. Callum Scott Howard. What a nice bloke. Yeah. What a nice presence. That, that moment. I mean, that was an incredible. I mean, it was always going to be the Strictly moment because that was wonderful as well. But. Uh, mm. That, that, that kind of TV moment, his performance. Yeah, he's fantastic in it, isn't he? Fantastic. Launched him as well, so really, really good. There's a clip of the week in that interview, Paul, which I wrote down yeah, as, I it, you as did. it happened, yeah. and then a few people have texted and it it's in. Gonna, it's so, a musical number, so it isn't might it? happen tomorrow, might, it isn't it? Might that one, do, that'd be yes. nice, yes. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul Hawksby, Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. Now, um, Charlie, we won't go into too much detail, oh, okay. it's fairly gross, but uh, inadvertently we came up with a TV format called yeah. Bean Island. It's not that gross, Paul. You know, everybody does it. Everybody 
discuss the, it. That's the point it, of the show. Um, I've been discussing yeah. it with people since. Okay, fair and, enough. And everyone's on board. No, Every, no TV commissioners yet. No, okay. Everyone's on board. It's you, basically you, a no. show. It's a Jeopardy-based show where you're on a beautiful Caribbean island. You're one of the beautiful people, celebrity or, yeah. or civilian, and uh, basically you are fed quite a high fibre diet. And the job is to hold it in because yeah. the moment you don't hold it in. Um, you leave Bean Island exactly, um, and I didn't. I was thinking as well. I don't think it is just beautiful people, Paul. Okay, I think we get like a selection of men called Keith and okay. Brian and Roger in their yeah. sort of late forties. People out, okay, <laughs> mid to mid fifties. You know, sort of mm. maybe maybe they live on their own still, Paul. <laughs> Oh, what, where are you going with this, Charlie? And what, they're in there as wild cards, and then it's a social experiment okay. about who does more. Oh, so you're selling this as social experiment, are you not? <laughs> Flatulence-based cheap laughs. Yeah, well, yeah. The uh, the reason I bring it up okay. is that uh, in if we if the Italians buy it off of us, yeah, lovely, and they yeah, go yeah. for it, um, we will have in the celebrity version. We've somebody who's definitely going to be in for it because there's been a complaint made by a leading television presenter on the, the Rhine network, like the sort of BBC of Italy. OK, yeah. Um, and uh, she said she's not happy having... Her name is uh, Dania Modini, and she's sick of sharing a dressing room. She's not mentioned him. Sharing a dressing room with a colleague mm -hmm. um, who suffers with chronic flatulence. Oh, dear. Um, she said in a formal complaint that it was noisy, repeated, and melodious. Uh, malodorous, not not melodious. <laughs> Probably was melodious and malodorous. <laughs> Beautiful tune. Yeah, he could play. Yeah, he could yeah, play the Italian rom yeah. pom pi pom rom pom pi pom. It lends itself, doesn't it? To now the old lepetamine, the old Ness uh, and Dorma there, Mister Methane. So we'll get off this subject in a minute if you're having a late lunch. But um, she said he was also a, a prestigious burper. Wow. So he, do you know what? I'm, I'm going to diagnose him, Paul, as gluten intolerant. And in Italy, <laughs> thank you, that's very, that's very, very difficult. Difficult because everything's glutinous, obviously. Yeah. Pizza, pasta, a lot. So really, she's having a pop at him, and he's, she he's, should be he's sending him well. to the doctors, Paul. He's not well. That's he's got an intolerance. Shame. He's got okay. an illness. So you anyway, know. Bean Island, look out for it. Coming to a screen coming, near coming, you. Paul, and getting people interested. Um, it's the FA Trophy this Saturday or Sunday. I think yeah. it's this Sunday. Mm. Wrexham are playing, Paul. Of course, oh, yeah. Hollywood's Wrexham. Yeah. After missing out on the playoffs last week. I know, yes. Yeah, right. Well, not missing out on the playoffs, missing out on the top spot. On automatic, yeah. They're in the playoffs, of course. Mm. Of course, they're, they're, uh, their top scorer, Paul Mullin, who, of course, he was the League One, he was the League Two top scorer last season. Yeah. Cambridge United dropped down to the National League to play for Wrexham for love, I think, for just for no nothing but his soul. <laughs> That's the only reason he did it. Yeah. Um, league top scorer, the 26 goals in the National League. He has had put on his boots uh, the Paw Patrol, the Paw Patrol lads. Oh, yeah. The, the dogs from Paw Patrol because mm. um, it's his son's favourite show. Oh, wow. So I was thinking, you know that guy we had in uh, from the Boots the other week? Oh, yeah. Uh, what were they called? Toots Boots. Toots Boots, yeah. They, they could start doing that as well, adding it on, adding little transfers on. I don't think it's... I don't think it's like a, a, a transfer you'd get out of, you know, cigarettes, or whatever. You know, when you were a kid, you know, <laughs> transfer you get out of cigarettes, not cigarettes. You know, sweet sweet cigarettes, cigarettes and you'd get a transfer with it in yeah. bubble gum, wouldn't you? Yeah. And you could put that on your arm. I don't think it's those. Our times you know. have changed, Charlie. That you, there you were sitting there with your sweet cigarettes on the doorstep, <laughs> puffing away. I remember old one, toad ball. One the, remember the old toads. The old toad chocolate cigarettes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Lovely, I remember yeah. one Christmas, kids. I know you all find this hard to believe. 
as we quite rightly, uh, quite rightly, sort of, quite, quite, quite rightly. rightly, we Great, quite Greg rightly, um, <laughs> you know, steer away from inviting people to smoke these days. Mm. But I got, as about a five year old, I got an amateur smokers set. I got my kids <laughs> had a chocolate pipe. Oh, lovely. And we had the lot, I had the lot, and the sweet, it was like um, sweet tobacco. Well, they have to invest in the youth system, Paul. Yes, you see, <laughs> back in the day. I used to sit, I was about six or seven, I'm sitting there Christmas Day, Morecambe Wise, with my big chocolate pipe on, got a big meerschaum, like a sort of Sherlock Holmes. All chocolate around my mouth as it's melting yeah. in man because the fire's on. Yeah, they will be sitting there at Old Holborn going, "Any good kids coming through?" Yeah. <laughs> the academy. The academy. Anyway, thank goodness, thank goodness, we don't do that anymore. We all live far healthier than than we don't buy the kids uh, chocolate smoker sets. That's all we're saying. Like, where, where would you find them? Let's be honest. There's probably a website in Malaysia. Coconut tobacco. I'm not inviting you to coconut go there. To, it was. Coconut tobacco. It was. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. It was, it was, it was a terrible. It was a it. terrible thing. Thank. Thank goodness things have changed. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Time for the birthday spread then. Ten birthdays. Uh, Andy Jacobs has got a, a top gag. At, well, actually, this week, I'm not sure he has. All oh, right, uh, okay. But we'll find out in a moment. But he certainly got a gag attached okay. to each one of them. And uh, it's up for myself and Charlie to try and guess the ages of these people who've celebrated a birthday this week. What are you going to say? Try and guess the punchline? Yeah. <laughs> so the margin of error, of course, will build. We're not going to get them all right. And the one with the shortest margin of error, after they've guessed ten birthdays, is the winner. <laughs> Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, boys. Yes, it's quantity, not quality, this one. Uh, okay, great news, fair great enough. News. Um, well, we, we look forward to them anyway. Um, uh, Jeff Peters is in the nerve centre, I think. That phone again. There it is. Hello, boys. I thought John did a fantastic job keeping uh, score last mm, week. We, yeah. were, um, we were over in Staffordshire saying goodbye to our old mate, Nigel Pearson, who was a, um, a big... Uh, big fan of this show and enjoyed uh, all the quizzes, which slightly, you know, mocked his, uh, gently and lovingly mocked his catchphrases, but we gave him a good send-off and had a few Guinnesses uh, last week. Um, but Fantastic. terrific, it was a terrific game. Paul Lovely. 22, Charlie 13. Ooh. So, Caps building again. here we it? go then. That Answer phone that again, Answer it's quite incessant. Phone, um, on. Here we go, it's gone. <laughs> here comes Pele. It's Charlie's replacement. Anyway, here we go. It's uh, the musician and composer, Mike Oldfield. Oh, oh Mike Oldfield. Oldfield. The last yeah. time I saw Mike, he was on the London Underground trying to persuade Rupert and Ollie Bell to use the train rather than go by car. <laughs> yeah. It worked. It was great to see Tubular Bells. Tubular Bells, there that we are. That was great, Andy. I don't know why you're worried about yeah, it. That yeah, was yeah. great. So I'll kick us off because I won last week. Yeah. Uh, God, he's got to be getting on there, hasn't yeah. he? 70... 76, Mike Oldfield, Tubular Bell's fame. Yeah, someone tweeted me this week and said, have you ever tried just guessing 75 for every single birthday on the birthday <laughs> spread as a tactic? Do you want to try it? Uh, so I'm, I'm going to start no. with no. 75. OK, I went 76, you went 75. What's the age? 69. Oh, oh sorry, Mike. Done me good listening. so far, though. Yeah, OK. So Don't what's that done to the scores, Jeff? Uh, it's uh, 7 to Paul, 6 to Charlie. OK. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, Charlie, you're first on this one. Yeah. You're going to go 75? you want to go with the 75? No, 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 okay. no, Paul. I'm <laughs> on 75. Let's, says Let's hear who it is. If he says Chesney Hawks, that'd be marvellous. <laughs> anyway, who is it? <laughs> it's the chief executive of Hong Kong, oh. Carrie Lam. Mm. Carrie Lam. Mm. And we used to work together on those medieval banqueting nights. Jeez. And our worst job was to have to bring in a whole spit-roasted sheep. She could never hold her end up, and I was the one who had to carry lamb. Oh, <laughs> oh <God>. me. <laughs> there we are. Oh, no, no, don't. Yeah. Oh, no, don't. Oh, He's no. become Frankie Howard. So, <laughs> is it me, Carrie Lamb? It's me, it's me. You, uh, you're on you. your phone, though. Oh, you're doing God, Googling, huh? Yeah, I am looking up where I see how old she is. Oh, yeah. It's a much easier system. <laughs> Saves an awful I, lot of time. I wonder why you win so much. Yeah, Saves a lot of time. Carrie Lamb. <laughs> I can't imagine a carry under... 
over a certain age. So I'm going to say 58. Uh, Carrie Lamb, uh, 60. 65. Ooh, Close. OK, OK, OK. OK. Uh, Paul, five out onto 12. Mm. Charlie, seven out onto 13. Very quiet family they are, aren't they? Oh, well, yeah. Uh, really? Silence oh, of silence them. Silence of them. Very nice, wouldn't it? Charlie's laughing at your material, Jeff. That will embolden you to do more gags, which you'll then hate. Yeah. So, Andy, what's the next one? It is the uh, dancer and choreographer oh. Javier de Frutos. Javier de Frutos. Javier de Frutos. And he, it's a great name. Your Spanish phrase book you've got out. You've got into the greengrocers, have you? <laughs> he just brought out <laughs> a delicious <laughs> rate. Javier de Frutos. Uno por. Duo Biero. You did very well, Alan. <laughs> yeah, you did very well, actually. Yes. So go on, then. He, uh, he just brought out a delicious range of jewellery featuring semi-precious stones. Yes, opal frutos made to make your mouth water. <laughs> oh, dear. What does he do, um, Javier de Frutos? He's a dancer and oh. a choreographer. Dancer and the dancer and choreographer, Javier de Frutos. Um, I don't know. 67, oh, I'm going to go for. Like 67. That, well, yeah, Javier de Frutos, he's a choreographer. He's moved into that game. Stepped up. It's not oh, dancing sure, anymore. Yeah, sure. well, some young people choreograph yeah, as well. Yeah, of course yeah. they do, yeah. But do you say 60 what? 67. I've 67. got a feeling you're going to. this could be a big moment in the game. Hmm. 58. Well, I would have gone younger. Oh, Ooh, 59. Oh, happy different So what's happened there? Paul, you were eight out. So on to 20. Mm. Charlie, one out. On to 14. Oh, Charlie leads by six. OK, Charlie's first. We alternate, of course. You probably gathered that by now. So what happens uh, next, then, Andy? Who's the next birthday? It's the racehorse trainer, Nigel Twiston Davis. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. He's training a horse, actually. He co-owns with Lulu. It's named after both of them. Watch out for Nigel Twist and Shout. <laughs> Nigel Twist and Shout, yes. Uh, she did shout. That was the Beatles that did Twist and Shout, wasn't oh, it? Yeah. I know. But oh, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, it's a bit of latitude. You tried to. It's yeah. deconstructed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Nigel <laughs> Twist and Davis. Yeah. Nigel. Again. Nigel Twist. <laughs> Ni yeah. Yeah. Goodbye, horse. Uh, yeah. 62. 62, Nigel Twist and Davis. Uh, 59. 65. Oh, OK, OK, OK. Paul, so six out onto 26. Yeah. Charlie, three out onto 17. Mm. Often used to see um, Nigel oh. outside Anfield. Did you? Yeah. I was twisting by the pool. Oh, OK. Oh, twisting by the pool, yeah. Dire Straits. Oh, OK. Dire Straits completists. I think okay. it might have been on the greatest <laughs> album. album track. Track. Yeah, 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 deep yeah, dive one. album track. Yeah, that's right. Referencing the, on the, the anthology. <laughs> Two hours research on that one. Charlie was singing me a football song earlier on that they sing at Torquay, which I've never heard. Goodbye, um, horse. Uh, uh, sing it for us, Charlie. Goodbye, horse. Goodbye, horse. I was saying goodbye to my horse. And as I was saying goodbye to my horse, I was saying goodbye to my horse. No? Country people, country ways <laughs> is what immediately came to mind. But oh, I, I do hope Torquay get in the Premier League one day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a chance to sing that with you. Well, Have you heard that before, Jeff? I sing out of Leicester? Uh, no. What no. is it, Beaky? It's just a horse. Just a horse. To be honest, to be honest Andy, at the moment, Chelsea might come our way, so yeah, Ooh, you never know. I, I, oh, that's very true. <laughs> Ooh, meow. It's OK, then. I'll take us in at half-time. First birthday. Who is it, Andy? 
It's Herbie Flowers, oh, the yeah. great musician, oh, Herbie yeah. Flowers. He's a big <coughs> Liverpool fan, I don't know if you know that, and he's dying to go to Paris for the final. And he's asked me to book his travel, but all the flights in Eurostar are fully booked. But it's okay, I'm sending him via into Flora. Concept, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's good. 79 Herbie Flowers, I'm going to go. 79, yeah. How old like that is he, yeah? What do you He's older <clears> than that. You could have him at home, like in a granny flat or in, yeah. the, in the attic. You know, he gets, yeah. Um, <laughs> flowers in the attic. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm going to go with my mate, 75. 84. Oh, oh should have gone we had a chat with Rick Wakeman. There was a pretty good chance, we think, that Herbie Flowers plays bass on the On the Buses theme. Oh, you really? Hear. Oh, nice. He was a great old session musician as well as... Right. Anyway, we go. not that means anything. So what's that done to the scores as we head into half-time? Charlie, nine out on that one to move on to 26. Paul, five out on to 31. Five okay. in it at the halfway stage. Okay. Delicately poised. Certainly a better contest than it was uh, last week where both of us stunk the place out. We head into <laughs> half-time. 31-26. Charlie leading by five. It's the birthday spread. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Andy. Yes, it's Olga Corbett, the Ooh. Olympic gymnast. Oh, yeah. Olga Corbett. And you have to see the new armchairs she's designed with Cristiano Ronaldo for very small people. Hmm. It's called the Ronnie Corbett range. Yes, I'm sure it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> the music from Jeff there. Nice. Yeah, he guessed. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, what do you think, Charlie, Olga Corbett? 75. I don't think she's that old. I could be wrong. Um... 65. 67. Ooh. Okay. That was quite aggressive there. Sorry, Charlie. I, just, <laughs> I mean, I've got no skin in the game. She's not related. Didn't buy her a car well, I was from trying to think, where was she? 1980s, wasn't she? So I was thinking she was about 13, 14 in the yeah. 80s. And then I was doing sums from there, but I went oh, a bit okay. low. Went a bit, okay. So what's that done in the scores, Jeff? Paul, two out onto 33. Charlie, nine out onto 35. Paul, back Ooh. in the lead. Nip and tuck. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, first off. Here we go, Andy. Okay, it's the volcanologist, oh. Sir Stephen Sparks. Oh, gosh. And uh, yeah, I know pretty well, actually. We both went to Pompeii at the same time hmm. to uh, prove a new theory about what happened when Vesuvius erupted. But there wasn't enough geological evidence to go around. So I said to him, Sparks, this town ain't busy. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that bit out. Come in again. Do yeah. it again, Andy. Three, two, one, and... <laughs> Sparks, this town ain't big enough for the both of us. There we are. We stuff, knew where yeah. you are going with it. We, uh, oh um, so Stephen Sparks It's me in it um, It's yeah. me No it's you. you You went first last okay. time With Olga Corbett 77 75 <laughs> <laughs> 73 Yeah oh. The 75 oh, system. Well, who's, who said go 75? I'll have a five. What's that done to the scores, Jeff? I think we're at level pegging. Yeah, yeah. Paul, two out, uh, Paul, four out, Charlie, two out, 37, plays 37 wow, with three what, to go. What a ding dong do. Um, okay. Charlie, you're up next. Okay. Okay, it's the theatrical designer, six time BAFTA winner, Eileen Diss. Eileen mm. Diss. And we were at a music award ceremony when I had to stop MC Hammer getting up close and personal with Eileen. <laughs> told him, you can't touch this. That's it. <laughs> Good, yeah. Um, what do you mean, Eileen Diss? Tell me what she's done again, just one more time. She's a BAFTA winning a... designer, isn't she? That's right. BAFTA winning designer. Yeah. Six times something else, wasn't it? Yeah. Heavyweight champion of the world. <laughs> 70. Oh, very, yeah. 75. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's 91. Oh, oh wow. wow. 
So, okay. uh, Jeff. Calculator at the ready. Here we go. So, 21 <laughs> out was Charlie, so he moves on to 58. Paul's mm. 16 out onto 53. Paul leads by five. Still pretty tight. Pretty good, um, isn't it? I'm Over 10 person. birthdays. Nearly there. And he, eighth was ninth okay. birthday. She's ninth she, birthday. Yeah, ninth birthday. Ninth, no, I can't even say it. Ninth <laughs> birthday. No, no. Deeper Deep Depth. Depth yeah. is Deborah Winger. Deborah, oh, Deborah Winger. Winger, yeah, Deborah yeah Winger. the actress, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. and her family have become an endangered species. Yes, there does seem to be a real dearth of wingers. Uh, yes, that's very true. <laughs> These are good, aren't Up they? where we belong. How <laughs> uh, old's Deborah Winger now? I wonder. Uh, that's a question, isn't it? Really, um, that is <laughs> sixty. Clickety click. Uh, 66. Mm, was when was that? Yeah, was when was that? Yeah, 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 uh, okay. The final birthday of the hmm. day is the pianist David Helfgott. David Helfgott. Yeah. And I was really delighted to pick Ooh. up his piano player's panini sticker in a swap deal. <laughs> it was Helfgott, not Gott. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know David Helfgott, the piano well, player? There's the John? film, isn't it? Shine. Is that about David was Helfgott? Was it? Was that about him? No, maybe not. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know. Uh, 85. Mm, about in the right so you've got, you're only talking about a six. That's why I've got to go one way or the other, yeah. But you've got to go 79 or yeah. 91. We're going to go for, we can go wherever you like. Old wrong way regals, here we go. It uh, was a bit shine. Got it. <laughs> here was, we go. It? Yeah. 91. Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> what is he, no. Andy? You should have stuck with the 75 system oh, no. because David Helfgott is 75. Oh, no! <laughs> Shot with your own gun. Oh, Beautiful. No. Couldn't Brilliant. have been worse. Oh, <laughs> if it was designed. A strange <laughs> symmetry. Which, Unbelievable. Which brings us to the final score, yeah. Andy. Which Terrible. Then, Jeff, which well, is. Well, yeah. Paul finishes on 64, and there's a beautiful irony yeah. that Charlie finishes on 75. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting a bit spooky it is, now, isn't too it? much. It's one of those things too people much. put on the internet Furious. and the final answer and he was 75. 75. Oh, yeah. uh, thank you, Andy. Oh, I'll, Andy, I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, Andy. Yes, thank you, Jeff. Uh, thank you, Jeff. Catch up with you next week. All the best. Cheers, fellas. Take care. There we are. There's uh, the birthday awful. spread. What a battle. Uh, brought to you that by... That was awful. Brought to you by the numbers seven, seven and, and five. five. Um, hey, that's cocky us. when you win. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Well, there we are. That was this afternoon's show. Oh, uh, we'll be it, doing it all you. again uh, next Tuesday, won't we? Next uh, Charlie, Tuesday, yeah. We'll be me. back here then. Yeah. Um, uh, you're back on Saturday with Max. Saturday with Max Rushton. We're nine till 12 this week. Nine till 12. Three right. hours... We're going to be covering Sunderland. And who are they playing? Uh, who are they playing? Wickham. 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 <laughs> Someone well, it's good from job you've done your research. <laughs> uh, so that's all coming up. But I'm here with Andy tomorrow for the uh, Clips of the Week, etc. Do hope you can join us. If not, podcast available around four o'clock. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.